That's the power of the canvas of life, people. Oh my gosh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> How you been anyway, bro? I'm good, bro. Do you know what I like is that we're watching uh, the United game at the same time as we're recording. So basically to our listeners, we've got the game on the side of our screens. And right now, I just feel like we're those guys off Sky Sports. You know when they were uh, those shows yeah, yeah, where, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? That, them ones where they're like the live watches and stuff. I feel like we're doing that at the moment. <laughs> you know when people watch um, like YouTubers, like um, like watch along with like, oh, like. Yeah, them ones. What we're doing, but it's not even live. It's going to be people going to be watching us. are going to be listening to us watch the game in like a few days time. Yeah, and God knows what the score's going to be at that time. So, uh, yeah. we might even have to edit this part out if it's if it's uh, bad. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, nah, how's your week been, man? Yeah, man, it's been good and busy. Um, yeah, you know, you're getting involved in a lot of things, and there's so much going on. And obviously, yeah. then obviously, like actual work, work, um, and all stuff. Oh, my days! It's what? Gonna be a lot game bro oh yeah i just saw i just saw (laughs) um but yeah newsflash as well isn't like we actually linked up for the first time in a while well well in the last couple of months but yeah nah i mean obviously oh my god wait what i only just caught up to the bit that you just mentioned oh that's not good man mate i do know what actually it might be a good thing yeah say the result stays like this or gets even worse then there'll be no choice but to invest, I'm telling you. So people are saying on Twitter, like, um, uh, what's it? Ollie purposely chose a, a crap team, so then it pressures the board to invest. <laughs> oh, it's not, team, it, it's not, it actually isn't. Yeah, it's not, but we need, we need depth. There's not enough players on the bench that can change the game and stuff. You know what I'm noticing is that that goal that they just scored. It's very similar to the two goals that Sevilla scored against us. As in, like, where was Luke Shaw to track and mark Townsend? Like, what the hell? Um, but anyways, as we were saying, uh, we we actually linked up for the first time in, in ages. And people listening might must think that, you know, we're in the same place and whatnot, and that we must see each other, like, every day. Like, yeah. Um, but no, nah, that was the first time in, what, uh... No, actually, because I saw you must be a couple of weeks. No, no, yeah, I saw that you was the first time since weeks. January. Yes, 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 yes. Was it January? Yeah, no, let's, it January. let's just say January, you know, just for... Let's just say January. Just to, just for, <laughs> it sounds better. First time, we've, first time we've linked up since January. Since January, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, no, nah, I think... Uh, it was no, it was good to good to get the team together, hundred percent. Even to see people every now and then, and it's been good. Yeah, and and the reason why I mentioned mentioning this is because of like you know just through like where we've come through, not just us like the whole world in in a sense of like this whole year. You know, it's not just us like, but a lot of people haven't been able to see you know their their day ones and and all that stuff during this whole year. So it's uh, it just got me thinking again like, of like just how far we've come since March because obviously it's been in talks and it's, it's been announced recently about the rule of six and, you know, how like we're kind of moving backwards and how in terms of our, um, like all the lockdown rules and stuff with some areas going into lockdown and stuff. And it just reminded me of how, how far we've come since March. Genuinely, I'm, I'm just there like, it feels like ages ago, like that 
you know that that surprise of the world changing and 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 all that and now this everything feels normal uh, with the social distancing and stuff i yeah, was just it's the new normal there. isn't it yeah but that's life life is not like we're not going back to what it was before that we're headed towards new and i think what people are going to realize is that because of this situation it's going to it's actually going to breed a lot of new things as well i think whenever you have situations like this it, like people become very innovative and get a lot of new platforms and a lot of like like the way we've all adjusted that's that's the power of humans we we adjust to everything that's that's our power so we we have adjusted to this as well and we're also going to find a way to make it even better like even easier to um like just to like to to survive this in the future and I think it's going to make things easier when there's another like outbreak in the future, because we would have been used to this, so we'll know how to um, how to survive. And it may be a case of okay, well, the minute there's an outbreak, straight into lockdown, or there's going to, do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's going to be. I think we're we're going to be smarter for it in the future because I think out virus outbreaks are going to be a lot more common in the future, so we're going to have to get used to the idea. And I think they may become less fatal in the future because we'll know how to how to deal with them in the future and less impact so, on the economy and stuff like that. In terms of going back into lockdown, like a lot of people were discussing this amongst uh, work and stuff. And I was like, I don't see us going into lockdown again in the near future because the country cannot handle it economically. So what you'll see is the country doing things which is like almost similar to lockdown approaches but they can't have a an entire shutdown of industries because that would if you think about it like the country's already on on, on the ropes financially and to go back into lockdown again would literally be lying down on the floor saying like knock me out sort of thing like count me out um so yeah no nah, i i don't see us going into lockdown again but um, yeah, no, I just wanted to move it on and be like, yeah, no, the, the year gets even crazier, man. Like, as in, there was forest fires that's uh, happening across America, and like there was crazy scenes of like fire tornadoes. Man, like, I'm just legit. Like, maybe this is just quite literally the end of the world or something. But it's also quite easy to tell that like global warming is a thing. As in, like for example, like forest fires and all this stuff is becoming so much more common. And in the UK, for example, like the temperatures even in September has been crazy. Um, yeah, you know, really hot like this. Yeah, and like there's also been record-breaking temperatures uh, in in other countries ac- across the globe as well. So, uh, yeah, nice. Um, people think that 2021 is going to be a clean slate because I've been seeing people being like, "Ah, yeah, I can't wait for 2021." You know, when all this stuff is going to be over. But like, I'm just like, just because it's a new year, man, does not mean everything's just gonna be like, like COVID isn't going to be like, "Hey, yo, man, we've had a good year. That's us done now." Just, like, Twenty-three fifty-nine on on thirty-first of December. COVID is like, all right, lads, goodbye. It's been <laughs> <laughs> we had a good run. <laughs> we had a good run. It's over. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, no, no, we, so, yeah. I think we need to learn to just adjust. I think, and I think that's like I said already. I think our power as human beings is being able to, um 
adjust to situations and adjust to every and, and adapt to anything that comes our way. And this is also another thing that we will adapt to and we'll we like we will change and we'll find a way to figure out. Do you know what I mean? Uh it might mean like we change our healthcare system, how we like it may it may mean like new technology is gonna be it's gonna come out of this. It, it, do you know what I mean? It's just gonna be and that's 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 our power. So that's why I, I mentioned already about not going back to normal because there's no such thing as normal because normal changes all the time. And this has been a crazy year and we don't know if next year is going to, like you said, we don't know if it's going to be any better. It could be worse. It could be, there could be new disasters happening next year, but we just need to be ready, flexible in a sense that we know if any, any situation occurs, we are going to be up for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then speaking about technology, um, so I watched the documentary on Netflix. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to recommend it at the end as well as my, um, recommendations for the week but I watched a documentary on Netflix the other day about technology it's called Social Dilemma about social media and the impact of it it's having on society and, and all sorts honestly it's mad it's it's absolutely crazy like honestly everyone watch it every single person watch it because it shows you how these apps um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter um Snapchat, etc. They're all like, it's all about making us stay on the on on our phones longer. It's all about staying on these apps longer. They just want because attention is currency. They want your attention on these apps because that's how they make the money. That's why, and they said the quote about, oh, um, if you're not paying for the service or you're not paying for the product, you are the product. So we think it's not that or it's not that deep because we are getting these apps for free. But there's a reason why it's free. <laughs> because that's how these not make the money, and you wonder why Mark Zuckerberg is a is a billionaire at thirty five years old. These men are are making hella money. Wait, he's um, only thirty five. I think he's like thirty five years old. Yeah, he's. De- I don't think he's definitely not forty. He's really young. Ah. Actually, yeah. No, no, no. That's that's a mad one because like what Facebook's been around for fifteen or so years, so. Obviously, to let me that. let me fact, let me fact check it actually. Just so I'm not so I'm not giving I'm not giving false information. But I'm sure he's like 35 or 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 something like that. Um, yeah, he's 36 years old. That's crazy. Yeah, no, that's mad. Like he would have made bags in his 20s. Fair enough, man. Yeah, trust me. It's just like, but like what they do is it's just. And like some of these ex-employees who used to work for Facebook and all these different apps telling you how they used to, like the things they do to make it, so to make people use it more and stuff like that. And they still, and they and they're talking about the impact it's had on, it's had on society. They're talking about how these days, like depressions and anxiety, all these things have increased because of social media. People are seeking validation on all these apps and it's making people feel some kind of way. Um, literally talk about how like a lot of younger, um, like younger people, don't have any social skills because all they do is talk on social media. They like they've never like some people don't have never been on a date. They've never like they don't know how to communicate properly. They don't take risk as much because and and stuff like that because they're anxious and 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 literally I was just reading I was just listening listening I was yeah well listening I was watching this documentary and I was thinking bloody hell like and they're talking about. Um, do you wonder why for example you know on Facebook back in the day it used to be like so and so has tagged you in a photo right so for example something as simple as that you think oh but they, they don't show you the photo in the email so you have to go onto Facebook to find to look at the photo 
and all stuff, all those things like that were designed for us to go on onto these apps. Um, and and they were literally like they were like yeah, turn off your notifications on these apps. Um, if you like and stuff like that. So literally, when I finished this, when I finished watching it, I went. To, I started going to my apps and started like turning off notifications on Bear on like on loads of apps so that I wasn't so my phone wasn't pinging off all the time, and and stuff like that so that you don't spend as much time on your phone. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's actually it's absolutely crazy. And and uh, on the subject of technology. What, what, what do you think of the iOS fourteen update? I haven't up, I haven't updated my phone yet, but I've heard that apparently, um, you know, when you get a call, you get like it covers the whole screen, and you can't do anything until you either pick up the phone or you, or it stops ringing. Apparently, with the new iOS fourteen, thank God for that. Um, <laughs> it, only, it doesn't cover the whole screen so you can carry on doing what you're doing so then is, when someone calls you you don't have to be like oh leave me alone yeah you can just literally carry on what you're doing and just ignore it if you don't want to talk to them at that time that's a dream let me go yeah. uh, uh, let me go update right now um nah that is actually such a needed uh such a needed update and do you know what having uh, based on what you, what you said about like you know the new generation not being able to socially connect and, and and so on in the real world it is it's kind of like goes on to that topic as well in, in a sense that you know even things like people call in like these days people prefer to text rather than talk on the phone yeah <laughs> like phone exactly. call anxiety is an actual thing like yeah, have yeah. you ever got like a phone call from someone who you would on a normal occasion enjoy talking to them but like you're just like nah just text me man like <laughs> Um, but I think that's all comes to like we're lacking that communicate like back in the day if you wanted to speak to your friend you called them but then saying that as well you didn't have access to the phone all the time so you didn't call people all the time so it's it's one of them ones it's it's, it's weird it's weird because technology is amazing it's connected people like I say like remember we've, we've said in the past before about how um, you've been able to connect with a lot more people recently because you've had the time but then it gets to because of like the power of technology. But if imagine if pandemic had happened like twenty years ago or something, like you literally just you and whoever's in your house. Some people will not speak to people for like months or do you know what I mean? Whereas now, because of like Zoom and FaceTime and all sorts, you can speak to people all over all over all around the world, um, whenever you want, basically. And like it, it has done amazing things for us, but it's also creating a lot of problems and it's creating a lot of mental problem mental health problems in a lot of um like especially the younger generation and i think it does need to be regulated so that we can protect but like i like i said it's all about capitalism capitalism is the reason for all of this do you, do you think things are, things are going to change when people are making millions and billions from it do you know what i mean that's the that's that's the problem so yeah i don't know man it's it's sad as much as technology is great it's also not great at the same time <laughs> yeah yeah like, as in like we're making steps forward in in many areas with tech but there's also steps backwards that we're going in the same regard as well exactly that and i think we need to learn i don't i don't know the things i don't know how that would like how we'd solve that as well because you can, there's so many great things about and like that's what human that's what like i said that's what we do we we we're innovative. We we create things that make things that makes life easier for us. And of course, people are going to make money from these things. 
if like, if people are making money, but they're exploiting us, then there needs to be regulation. Do you know what I mean? That's my thoughts anyway. So Barbados declared their independence, I believe. Uh, it's not. The, it's not independence. They're basically removing the queen as the head of state. Um, so that's not independence. What does that mean, Jace? It just means that the queen is not the head of state anymore. Um, and this all comes from, um, what do you call the Commonwealths? So the, what's I mean, the what's the impact of this? Why is it so really, nothing really? It's just I think, but I I think a lot of countries need to do that because. It's, colonialism is such a this like it's such a horrible history. It's such a horrible like thing. And I think yeah. And I think we need to like all these people, all these countries need to just remove the like the the royal family as the head of state because it still refers to that past. That still refer, refers to that old mindset why of is the she British Empire. No, yeah, for sure you're right. Like, why is she the head of? Does she actually have any power? Um. I don't know. I mean, it's the, the, does, the, does she even have any like power? In country? She, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's still that representation of, like, do you know what I mean? Of Yeah, yeah, um, Yeah. And I think it's important that, I think for some, something ridiculous, like 30-something um, countries have the, um, the Queen as the head of state. So I think, like, even, like, Australia, Canada, they're all, they're, they're head of state. Is all it's, it's the queen, isn't it? You hear this? Um, but oh, that's it. Okay, so she's the she is sovereign of fifteen Commonwealth realms, in addition to the UK, and she's also head of the Commonwealth itself, which is a voluntary association of fifty-four independent countries. Um, yeah. So think about it: fifty-four countries in the Commonwealth, which were fifty-four. Bloody hell. Um, I mean, she's not the head. She's not recognised as the head of state in all fifty-four. But I think it's only like fifteen or sixteen. Well, sixteen if you include the UK. Oh, she's still the head of state of Jamaica. Good old Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. Good old, old Lizzie. Yeah, I'm just waiting for United to score. Come on, man. But yeah, big up Barbados. I think I think it's a great thing to do. I think other countries should follow suit. But that's my opinion. Do you think this year might be finished off with like some aliens arriving? I mean, they did say there's there's um signs of life uh, in Venus, so nothing's gonna surprise me anymore this year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I think that might be the season finale for 2020, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe on the last week of um. <laughs> of 2020 when people think it's about to end it ends like on the 31st we, we end with alien it's like tune in for season two on the first of yeah. january <laughs> <laughs> oh my days nah it's been nah, it, you know, that is a huge news that is big news like if they do find like microbial life in in venus obviously when you hear of alien life in our space you immediately think like some sort of martian life form but yeah because there's but the thing is i think I've, I've i remember stories like that all throughout my my days as in like um of there's always reports of like some sort of bacteria found in uh, ice waters in mars or some sort of ice out in some moon of jupiter and stuff like that 
uh, yeah. uh, we'll see, we'll see. Oh, he's talking about alien life and stuff. Like someone was talking about the other day, uh, talking about like population on on this planet and how they they feel that if if they had it their way, they would stop or impose um, a, a rule to to prevent people from producing too many offsprings because they feel like there's too many people already as it is on this planet what are your thoughts on that telling people to not so how, how are we gonna how are we gonna um do that how are we gonna regulate so basically that? he he uh he came he said that thing because he felt like there's too many uh, let's say terrible human beings on this planet and like and he feels like that the more you allow these people to reproduce and like you're just gonna have such a bad balance of good and bad people and so on and um my argument was that like even if you had seven billion or or, sorry even if you had you know three million people on this planet in terms of population it would still be a, a you know a large amounts of bad people you know that you can't avoid um I was just like, I don't think the population size is the largest contribution to having, uh, you know, a skew of bad people. Um, but I said, you know, I was like, I, I don't think you can, you know, stop people from having a quantity in terms of a, the, the, a family range. I was like, you know, you know, that that's like a ethical barrier. Sorry. Didn't China do that though? Where they yeah, well, and, and, and Japan also have a, a, a similar rule, but not as strict in uh, as in comparison to China. But and it's been successful for Japan. I mean, it's a small island, anyways. No? But like, nah, <laughs> you can't do yeah, that. And I don't, think, um, I don't think it's right. It's right. I mean, it is. Down. Let me say this: like, it, it will be a like. Uh, for example, we're already having issues with viruses and so on, and like. Um, it will be a problem that's going to have to be addressed in, I don't know, in, in many years, in, in decades time, because, you know, we're already, we're not, we haven't reached the tip of the iceberg yet in terms of like global, um, in terms of global issues, for example, you know, obviously with global warming um, and, uh, you know, viruses because pandemic spreads becoming more more common um lack of food resources and so on there will have to be an address on like how you balance the population oh and and of course now like you know you're getting so many people being like oh there's you know not enough jobs and stuff and all this stuff about foreigners and stuff like it, you will have to address it and there's been plenty of films about overpopulation across the recent decades you know seven billion is a lot obviously a hundred years ago sorry what's that film oh there's a film what happened to monday i've seen that no it's a film where basically in the the future you're not you're only allowed to have like one child i think and basically this so someone has seven what do you call it when you have seven is it seven okay so triplets quadruplets What's it when you have seven? Well, whatever seven is, basically that person had seven uh, kids, and um, the septuplets. 
that, that, that's from, that sounds from a dumb actually. Is it, is it up to me? Yeah, is it up to me? Something like that. No, 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 no. It's something like that. Yeah, anyway, yeah. you know, you, you get the gist of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, this person basically named all the kids after the days of the week. And uh, so every day that child went out. So they all posed to be one person. So it was, it was seven girls. And basically on Monday, Monday went out. Tuesday, Tuesday went out. But they're all one persona. But they're all but they're actually all different people. And yeah, the, the story just, it's just, I don't want to spoil it because I think it's a, it's a good film and I think people should watch it. But um it's really, really good. But yeah, that's about overpopulation and, 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 and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, so in the 1950s, there was a population size of 2.5 billion. So to think that we're at 7 billion now after only 50, sorry, 70 years. That's... Yeah, it's mad. That's, that's... Wow. Do you know what I mean? Um... <laughs> And even then, people were worried about foreigners and like a lack of jobs and stuff. Wow, man! So we're at seven billion now, and imagine what it'll be like when, if when. Well, not even if. Sorry, no. It's more like when it does double, because it will. Population size will increase because, um, as medicine it develops and improves, there'll be less people dying, more people living, and there are also more people who like to have large families as well. And, do you know what I mean? So the population size is gonna go massive over the next decades or whatever. Yeah, because people are gonna live longer, like you said, because of medicine or the advancements in health <clears throat> and food. But then, uh, yeah. But the thing is, I'm not sh- actually no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well that's what I was what, gonna say. Um, I was gonna say, but then there isn't a balance in the world in terms of like people um only... how comes Thanos <laughs> um but there isn't a balance in the sense that not everyone gets food to eat not everyone has access to healthcare which they should and but then the general life expenses expense, expectancy has increased and maybe yeah you, you never know never know that's the, yeah that's the that's the so basically i remember a lot of people were some of the phrases that will go around was like this is life trying to sort out you know the population and stuff with when all the COVID yeah. stuff happened do you remember I that well. like life trying to just reset itself um at the same time yeah you don't know like you know there could be a massive war there could be but you know hopefully not as well like uh, any sort of natural disasters which Things like World War One and World War Two, like, was known to to decimate many generations. Um, even with the, the Spanish flu and things like that, you know. Like, obviously, you know, even with like COVID, like, so obviously the, the fortunate thing about it is that you know it, it's not a lethal virus in terms of like it, it's easy to spread, but not everyone dies from it. You know, we're fortunate that it's not a deadly virus like Ebola. Like, you know, that is, it's not as contagious, that virus. But if it was to be in a similar manner to to COVID, bro, everyone would genuinely be, like, I doubt anyone would come out of their house. Have you seen the videos of, like, what Ebola can do to people? 
No, I haven't actually. Bro, you don't. Oh man, like it is it is horrible. I'm telling you, if people was to see like, so the the thing about COVID and people, the reason why no one's scared of COVID is because a lot of people that get it don't feel nothing. Like, you know, because a lot of people are asymptomatic who carry it. Whereas with Ebola, oh man, nah. It, if someone was to get it, oof, oh horrible, because it eats away at the flesh. Do you know what I mean? Um, so if you if people were to see their loved ones have stuff like that, I'm telling you, no one will come. Everyone will be like, "All right, cool. You said not come yeah, out. I'm yeah, just staying yeah. in." Do you know what I mean? I mean I'm not, yeah. That's what wipes out um, generations, large populations, and stuff. So we've been fortunate, but who knows, man? Is you can't tell with life, innit? it? No one could tell like this was gonna happen in 2020 because we were all used to our normal way of living, and then now, look, boom, everything's different. So. Yeah, who knows? All you can do is just live, live it, innit? <laughs> so I guess uh, we went on a massive tangent there, but it's it's, it's truth, innit? It's got to be said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, but that's this. We're having to adapt, and talking about adapting, football is back as well. Premier League is back again. It's the second time. Yeah, I've said no, this no, no. You, you know, it's weird that you say that football's back, but I'm just like. It never felt like it went away because it was like on a yeah. two week break. It was like, not even yeah, that, man. The Premier League was because on a two week break. Started. Some seasons but we had European started. football. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so like, oh, I should say Premier League is back. No, yeah. no, of course not. Mm. And it's weird to see all the adaptations and like still no fans. But I don't think fans should be allowed in the stadiums anytime soon because of. Well, that's only in England, though. Like, but in France and stuff, like they're tr- having a smaller chunk of people being allowed in. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I have seen it. I've seen a couple of the games, um, or highlights of a couple of the games. I don't see any point of doing that, though. Like, nah, what's the point of letting in like a thousand people? You just leave it. Do you know, what I mean? like it, the point of fans coming back in is to have it feel like football. To let in bloody hundred to a thousand people is still gonna sound dead. <laughs> like, just don't bother. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's funny though. Like, it, like, I've not really watched any French games with a thousand people, but it must be so much easier to hear all the swearing of the fans. Like, if you've only got like Bob in the stand, like, <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about being back is the cinema industry and the film industry. Before we talk to, talk about like like cinemas reopening, um, Tom Hardy recently got announced as the next James Bond. I think that that's a pretty that's a really cool. Casting. I think so. I think it's sick actor. Yeah. I, like it's. I don't see. I I think James Bond like as a concept is pretty cool and like, but it's never mm. been like a, a franchise where I've been like, ah, I love it. I'm gonna watch this and stuff. But to have Tom Hardy, like when that film drops, I'm definitely gonna watch it. What do you think? No, I think he's sick. I think he's a sick actor. Thinking of cinema, being, I went to the cinema the other day actually. Um, I watched. Oh Tenet. yeah, how's what, what's it like now going back to the cinema? Um, it didn't feel any different actually, but the cinema was nowhere near full. I think people are people aren't going to the cinema. I mean, I that's the I think that's the first time I went to the cinema this year actually. Um, but yeah, it was them. Um, it was interesting. The film was good. It was proper, proper. Like my mind was. It was one of those films where you literally had to keep paying attention 
trying to figure what out what time was it? Oh, did, was it good then? Or it was good. It was good. It's really good. I think I thought it was really good. It's it's just you know like Christopher Nolan film. So it's like just think of like Inception. So you know it's gonna be like so many like <laughs> twists and turns, no sorts. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. Oh, what is? <laughs> well, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was it was good. It was a good watch. Actually, it was long. Actually, I think it was like two and a half hours. Um, and another topic of back, Bale is back, Tottenham. Yes, the new number nine. Do you know? I wish that happened when they were recording the documentary. Yeah, that would have been that would have been interesting. Actually, I think that's going to be my recommendation for this week. Yeah. Yeah. It is really. I mean, if you love sports, like the insights into like how transfers are done and all that stuff is so cool. Like all the team talks and everything. I, I thought the the coolest thing was when Mourinho was appointed and he was setting up all his books, his whole office, and like meeting all the staff and like all that social awkwardness. And I was like, damn, man, yeah. it's like your it's first like day of school and stuff will work. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's yeah. so weird to see football in that same manner. Like it just feels like real life because a lot of things other people have been saying, like on social media and stuff, is like it's so weird to see footballers like feel so real like so normal like so human for example there was a uh one of the backstage scenes was of uh, ben davis talking about transfers and like how crazy it is and people were saying like the way he was talking was like as if he was like some normal guy in the pub talking about football like that's what and people were for them it blew their minds to think of footballers talking like normal people in in that setting do you know what i mean and yeah, no, I think the insight was amazing. Shows like that have been, they're good because they're giving, like you said, they're giving to the insight of how clubs work, but it also gives athletes and sports uh, personalities um, a human a human nature. Like you can see that they're also fellow humans just like you. They're not robots. They're not just professional athletes. They're just like me and you who are also investing in what they're doing, investing in their craft, trying to be the best that they can at what they're doing. And um, yeah, so like, and like you said, you're gonna so you're gonna recommend those people to watch that one. But I'm also gonna recommend all of them. So there's quite a few all or nothing. There's the Tottenham one. There's a City one from last year. There's a, quite a few American football ones. There's a, a um, Brazilian national team one. There's a black, um, the All Blacks ones. There's... So basically, Jace, um, just to refer back to one of the previous episodes we were talking about, <laughs> when you talk about anime. People haven't got time. Um, so can you just recommend one, please, for people? Just recommend one? Okay, which one? Yeah, oh. you can't be like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, well, since you're recommending the Tottenham one, I recommend the All Blacks one, because I think that was really good, actually. Yeah, I've not seen it yet, but I've got such yeah. massive respect. No, I take it back. I take it back. Huh? I, I recommend the Brazil one. The Brazil, the Brazil national oh, team. Oh, that's going to be saucy. Well, I can't wait to watch yeah. that. But uh, no, just like sticking to what the All Blacks one. I, thought, oh, I just love their culture and just like, ah, man, they're, they're just that warrior sort of grit. And I'm looking forward to watching that. So yeah. don't spoil it. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, it's real life, so you really can't be spoiled. Because <laughs> no, what can be spoiled is like the the whole you know backstage what it's like. It's not the results that you you'd be spoiling. It's more like, for example, me talking about like what how Mourinho behaves backstage. That would be a spoiler. Um, like to say one of the things that happened. Oh no, funniest thing was the uh, Harry Kane one. The memes that came out of that man. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I love that, that documentary. Oh, so as we're in, in in the in the field of of sports, I just wanted to mention uh, Conor McGregor's been in the news again. Oh yeah, tell us about have, it. What happened? Have you, have you heard about that? No, not not not. I haven't really paid attention to it to be honest with you. So basically, no, there was reports flying around that he he, he was arrested again for alleged sexual assault or indecent behaviour in public or something like that yeah no but i don't want to be spreading false news apparently it was it wasn't even that like when you read the titles on on the headlines on me on the media it sounds like he he did it to a random stranger in public but it was more so something that i don't know it was more so something like they were on a on property which allowed them to be more relaxed shall we say than in under normal public settings and yeah apparently that just got them in a, into a bit of scuffle with uh, or due to misunderstandings with the police and stuff but the reason why i brought it up was because like conor mcgregor's been obviously going to get a lot of people slandering him or like you know uh, talking down because of like being, you know because of those headlines popping up again when like Obviously, because from in the last year or two has been like I'm going to reform myself, I'm going to rebuild, and and so on and so on. So when these headlines come back, and it's just like, oh come on, man. Um, but he anyway. So this one Irish journalist was yeah just bad mouthing him and stuff, and his response, which got deleted, uh, and it's actually not been confirmed whether it's real, but a lot of people are saying it is real. But apparently, he was saying how all these people that were messaging with like negative tweets and so on have in their bio talking about um talking about mental health and all this stuff and there was one lady who was an advocate for for mental health and he he pointing out like how can you advocate for mental health and and so on when you're bad mouthing me and, and like literally kicking me when i'm in my lowest point and stuff and 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 he was calling her a hypocrite for that and then the next tweet after that was saying something to paraphrase was like you know he, he he's struggling to handle it and like what's keeping him together was like all the people that rely on him and his kids and so on um yeah no nah, and obviously that got deleted but yeah and i i'm yeah and apparently it is fully like real so yeah no nah, i think uh to, to go back on the like yeah, the, the one thing is the media is, is dangerous, man. I don't understand just what their game is. Like, for example, going from that over to the Mason Greenwood stuff and, like, Solskjaer was saying about how he was trying to protect him from the media the whole year. And then literally all it took was one call-up to the England team, one interview. As soon as he got called up, they literally shoved him in front of the cameras. And from there, uh, you have news journal- newspaper journalists trying to dig up uh, videos of him when he was 15 doing kid like teenage stuff yeah and, yeah. and like, setting up a bad reputation for him and he's just like what what is what like, is these journalist games like what what do they get off like uh, we said this phrase before but like these people have spent 
three years doing a whole degree, yeah? To not, not, I'm not even joking though. Like, like wow, how do they, no, this is they're, they're legit trying to put another person like down, like fully just end this person's career, or or to be fully serious, like it could at, at the worst case scenario end someone's life. Obviously, last what was it last year now or this year? But obviously, the Caroline Flack incident. And when she was getting hounded by journalists to the point that, unfortunately, she ended her life. And that's what can happen in, in terrible situations. So I still don't... It actually really bugs me, like, um, all these journalists like, and, and how they have this agenda against certain players. Obviously, Raheem Sterling and he's strong enough and thick-skinned to, to handle it and move on from it. But no, I, 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 I get what you're saying. Tarnish his reputation. Yeah, going to tarnish yeah. But I think it does kind of make sense. Like, I'm not going to say, I, I don't agree with what they're doing. Of course not. I think it's disgusting. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I also see how they do it in the case of, in the sense that if um, someone is trending, you jump, you jump. If it's something nah, negative. Nah. You... I know what you're trying no, to no, say, no. but yeah, what I'm going like, as, No, 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 no. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, so for example, Green, Greenwood, first England call up, blah, blah, blah. He's like, he's, He's in the news, blah blah blah. Oh, here's a here's an article of Greenwood when he was 15 doing balloons, and it's like okay, but that's not how they titled it. But I know, I know, I know. But but you, um, and it's it's just disgusting that they pick these um these moments when someone's going through like, for example, that's probably like one of the proudest moments of his life to get an England call up, and then okay, you want and now you want to bring up something that he did when he was a child, and it's like I, I mean he's barely an adult now. And the fact that you've picked something that was like a while ago when he's still a child, it's, it's just like, all because you want so, to sell new, people to click on your ad so you can make money. And it all comes down to you, people not caring about um, people's life. They just want to make money. That's what It's that's not what it even that. I, I just feel like, like I said I've, in, a, in a previous episode, I feel like people have, when I say, sorry, I meant journalists have forgotten the, the, the point of journalism as in to report news, to bring information to the public that, otherwise would not be done so and now it's turned into more so oh clickbait oh we need views it's, it's no longer about i want to report the truth it's more so now about what can grab people's attention oh i'm gonna i'm it, journalism is now i'm going to make up whatever sort of story i don't care if it's true or not and i it, I've, I've not taken the time to fact fact check as long as it's got enough clout potential i'm gonna post it i don't care if it can ruin this person's reputation their life everything what comes the top priority is clout and i think it's stupid man and something should 100 percent be done about it i don't know what like don't ask me what but yeah something should, like, and I, think I think i think especially in the uk they should be more mm, like the americans i don't know that one. Oh, <laughs> go on alexa <laughs> <laughs> um was I saying? Yeah, I, I think. Um, uh, I think um, that was my walkie-talkie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got walkie-talkie. So, yeah, it has a walkie-talkie. It has a walkie-talkie on the app. Oh. Someone just messaged me there. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! I, I forgot. Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and, and, I, and I agree with that. I think it definitely something definitely should be done about it. People should be held accountable for their behavior. And, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, so in America, people, the way you know Americans like to suit, and I think here, people need to start uh, doing that. So when you start, if you start writing 
inflammatory information about me, I'm going to sue you. You say because... inflammatory? Yeah. Inflammatory? Yeah. Is, is that the correct term? Yeah. It was on the rising... Inflammatory? Yeah. yeah. How so? Because they're because they're they're using your name and they're putting false statements out there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. man. Are you sure that's correct? I, I was about to say like you've been in the lab too much, bro. Must <laughs> have been in the lab too. I think I'm sure that's I'm sure that's the term. That's how you say it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, oh, these man, these look at these journalists using their PCR reactions to amplify all this hate. It makes me sick, bro. You're you're an idiot, bro. <laughs> um but yeah to to, to wrap up i mean to wrap up i think we've already said our recommendations haven't we yeah so yeah yeah what what was yours again all or nothing tottenham edition as you mentioned (laughs) and mine was social dilemma on netflix it's really really good check it out excellent um, yep. And then any recommendations outside of... Watch Social Dilemma and then make some changes to your life. That's that's my one because I think there's clear things you will get from the documentary on, on what changes to make in your life. So that's what I'll say. Uh, I don't think I've got one for this week, man. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> so I well, do will say watch Social Dilemma and apply your lessons. Apply <laughs> <laughs> your lessons. Uh, I'm dead. Um, Okay, in that case, follow us on Instagram at canvas hyphen of. What the hell's that Instagram? Bro, I forgot what Instagram, bro. It's been a minute, you know. What Instagram? Canvas.of.life. Life underscore. Twitter, Canvas of Life one. Facebook, Canvas of Life. And our website, Canvas hyphen of hyphen life dot com. And until next time, stay blessed. See you soon and wear your mask. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>